Hello and welcome to the AIS Arena for tonight's game between the AIS and the Perth Lynx. Craig Ravel joining you courtside with Eleanor Sharp from the ABC Live Action, joining us on sportradio.com.au for the first time. It should be an interesting game tonight, Sharpie. should be indeed, Craig. I've seen this AIS team uh, play a couple of times in the preseason, and they're certainly young, athletic, fit and, and exciting to watch. So I'm really looking forward to seeing them in action and, and to see Perth Lynx come back from their defeat last night against the, you know, the Caps. They really would have been disappointed with that result. It was a 30-point loss, so I'm sure they'll come out firing tonight. Well, you had a chance to hear from the coach of the Perth Lynx before the game when, Els, when Sharpie spoke to Paul O'Brien. We'll hear from him now ahead of the tip-off. Well, back to the wall. You've got to win this tonight, mate. What are you going to do? Well, look, sis, um, you know, as Mum would always say, it's basically just taking one game at a time. OK, first of all, back to the wall has never been... A, we've not used that comment all day. It, to me, the WNBL is about 21 separate tests. Last year, Sydney and Townsville were four and eight with nine games to go and made runs to the finals, which put them respectively within one and two games of the team to finish on top. Every to- every game is a new challenge. So we look at this from the point of view that we're 0-4. We were disappointing last night and we're disappointing last Sunday. And so what we've got to do is respond tonight. And the first thing, it doesn't matter whether it was the Institute or whatever team it is, we've got to go out there and focus on getting the things done that we need to do to get that win. Because once you get that win, everything lifts. Everyone feels a bit better about themselves and things happen better at training and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, the reality of it is, is we just have to focus on getting that and then we take it to the next step after that. Well, basically, we focused a lot on us today. Like, the reality of it was we said, well, we've got to make sure we do a much better job on the boards. You know, Graffy did a sensational job last night on getting Bishop and Beattie to be factors on the boards. Really, obviously, spoke to them about their role in the paint. We've got to stop them tonight on the boards. Okay, from, uh, in terms of transition, defensive transition, making sure that they have to bleed for every basket, you know. We turn this into a really tough half-court stout, put a lot of pressure on, and basically get them to turn the ball over a lot. And Charlie Wilson's obviously receiving a lot of Well, we've basically looked at varying Carly's starting positions in our offensive structure. Sometimes you'll see Carly play at one tonight, so she's coming off picks in different directions. Sometimes you'll see players that, are, that basically will set picks in different ways for us. So, you know, the reality of it was in Townsville, the AIS did a great job the second time they played us on changing the on-ball screening situation. So we've looked at some variations there. So you'll see players who'll do slightly different things offensively to which they did last night against Canberra. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, Paul. No worries. Thanks, Sharpie. Pleasure to speak to you again. Both sides on the court and ready for this defence jobs WNBL match at the AS Arena with the AS up against the Perth Link. It's Francis and Boyd going for the jump ball. Shots trying to get at it. She's bumped out of court that time by Marsh. Marsh, transition now, kicks it right side to Marino, thinks about the three, works around Martin, goes back inside to Haynes, and Haynes will get it in for the first two points of the game. Yes, Perth are obviously off to a really quick start. Uh, they really lacked last night in that area. Uh, they had a very slow start, so it's good to see them get on the board early. It's Francis who uh, tries to get it inside to Tolo. Tolo's been a real star of the Defence Jobs WNBL on this AIS side since uh, she uh, got into this team this season and has been putting up some good numbers 
really making a mark against the Capitals last week and then again a good performance against Spillane. Wilson working around through in the paint. Can't get the layup though with Francis getting a hand in there. Quick transition now as Esri gets a shot from the left elbow. Doesn't fall. It's Martin there who just gets it stripped trying to go for the rebound. Boyd doing that work. Back to Marsh who drives down the right lane. Shot doesn't fall. It was too hard off the gas and Tolo does the rebounding. Yeah, nice board there. I mean, Tolo is a huge target in there, not only offensively, but she's grabbing in those defensive boards. Working around now, shots goes right side to Martin, then into the corner, right side Woo! to Francis. It's a big three-pointer. Francis had a tough game last night, wasn't her best, but she's opening up well here. And she hit the deck on that three, unlucky not to get the foul. It's 3-2, leading the AIS with 8.34 left to go in the first term. Wilson gives it back to Marino, who just drives through on shots. I'm not sure which way that foul's going to go. It's going to go against shots. So Marino drawing the foul then. And that's what Ange Marino's really good at doing. She's good at getting in under bigger defenders and drawing the foul. It's former teammate of yours, Sharpie, in the uh, championship winning team last year. Ball goes in from Marsh to Marino from the free throw line. Oh, it rattles off the iron. Esri goes oh. after it. Marino throws herself full body length at it, knocks it over the baseline. It will be the well, and she manages to keep Perth in possession. Craig, I think this is a different looking Perth to what we saw last night. They've come out firing great inside outside action. We see as the pass goes into number 40. It's Hayes. Hayes, sorry, she's a new girl for the links. Uh, I haven't recognised her yet. But, Import uh, from the States. Is she now? Yes. And was scheduled to wear 41. Ah, oh, that's why I'm actually in 40. Oh! <laughs> As Esri now works her way through the centre, gives it to Tolo, oh, a bit too hard off the glass, and it's Marsh doing a big job there, rebounding, and already Perth look like a different side, as you said. Down the left wing, it's Wilson, goes over the top that time to Boyd, kicks it out to Hayes, Hayes drives the left lane and has found a foul off Tolo, which will send her to the line, 3-2 to two, with 7.54 left to go in the first term. Hayes really looks like an attackive offen attacking offensive player. She can't be an attackive. She can be attacking, uh, really going at the basket from the outside then, but she's also got a nice inside move as well. The beauty of our sports English is it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> I can make these words up as I go. <laughs> yes, you can. Marino drives down the left lane, bounce around the back, gets it out to Wilson on the right side. Boyd, just a foot on the three-point arc on the baseline, rattles out. Hayes going after it, but it comes off Francis. And uh, it's over the baseline once again. 24-second shot clock has been reset as a girl that had her best game of the season, Ellie Melnew, comes in for the AAS as Tolo sits down and she will just take a break. I think her second personal foul just being called quickly there. The inbound pass goes to Wilson, just working around Christina Boyd as she eventually gets the screen she needs, drives baseline and lays it in for two. You really don't want to see Carly Wilson starting to get her eye in because she, she can go for 30 points as she has already so far this season. So the AIS will really need to step up and address that on-ball screen, which is what Carly just scored from on that occasion. Martin now gets it inside to Manu on the right-hand lane, goes out to Schatz, who then drives down the left lane. Shot doesn't fall, Marsh does the rebounding. Immediately Esri, the sophomore in the defence jobs, WNBL, going after, trying to lock it up. But instead, it goes out to Hayes, to Marino, outside to Wilson, rattles off the iron, and early Manu for the AIS leaves it to roll over the sideline and the game will restart from the backcourt of the AIS. 
Yeah, Sanj Marino is really looking to attack at every opportunity and create either for herself or for her teammates, which is nice to see. Schatz tries to drive the right lane. Wilson in there locks up the ball and it will be a AAS ball from the side. So a lot of hard work with the uh, jump ball rule over the last couple of years going to the arrow. A lot of hard work unrewarded sometimes. Ball. Yeah, it's, it's certainly a, a rule that not a lot of people are happy with, Craig, um, and we might see the change back to, to the jump ball. I don't know. I think it might be a FIBA rule, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it certainly is, is not a, an ideal rule. AIS just turning the ball over, Manu having it stripped by Wilson, but then the ball came straight back to the AIS as the Lynx lost control of it. Eventually a jump ball has been, well, locked up, and this time the arrow is going Perth's favour. So Boyd and Marino work it into the front court. Wilson now works it to the left side. Marino is there on the 45, but still well outside the perimeter arc. She gets a good screen from Boyd, drives in, tries to make the layup, doesn't fall. Hayes comes through, charges through Schatz, and it will be Boyd's first personal foul. Oh, sorry, it'll be Hayes' first personal foul. That was a really nice on-ball screen. Perth are executing their offense very well. As I said, a markedly different team to what we saw last night in execution. Ball. Going through AIS in offence, Martin shouts work around the perimeter to Francis as they go anti-clockwise, gives it to Esri, Esri gets to the free throw line, she put the ball on the ground, it just won't rattle in for the AIS at the moment, they trail by one, four to three, as Marsh kicks it left side, over to Marino, gives it to Wilson in the left corner, Wilson works around the perimeter, she sees an opening, gets into the paint now, little look away, fading jump shot, doesn't drop, Martin gets the rebound, almost has the ball slapped away as the pass goes to Esri, Nice gets pass. inside to Manu and she yeah. makes the layup. Great vision there from Ebsery. She really pushed the ball up and she had a running uh, shot. No? Yeah, yeah. Shot. Yes, alongside her who finished off nicely. In ball now goes into Hayes. Turn around Jay from halfway up the right lane is good. And it's a, still a one point ball game. Five the AAS trail. The Perth Link 6 with 5.13 left to go on the clock. Martin now around the perimeter to Manu. Manu on the left side. Goes back to Francis, top of the key. Right side is Schatz. Schatz finds Manu cutting baseline. She has time to put up the shot, but it doesn't fall. Wilson does the clean-up. The AIS are running some nice offense. They had really great poise then. Got the ball inside, just couldn't finish off. As Marino now goes over to Hayes at the top of the key. Hayes drives down the left lane. Manu's trying to work on her, but Hayes just puts the jump shot up over the top. Looks like she's just getting warmed up. I really didn't see much of uh, Hayes last night, but she's uh, starting to show some of her true form. 8-5 to five AIS trail at the moment. Schatz puts a long bomb into Francis in the paint, but she can't get the shot to drop. Boyd does the clean-up, gives it on to... Uh, Marino, who immediately drives down, and Dean Kinsman is up and at the girls now as he has seen them just dropping away their intensity in the offensive end. Boyd puts up a shot from the baseline, hits the iron three times before it drops. We may see a timeout soon from Dean Kinsman as he looks up at the scoreboard. Uh, Perth looks like they're getting a run on here, and the AOS really need to get through their offense and get a good shot, preferably a Oh, a nice inside shot, not a three-pointer on that occasion. Martin puts it up and hits the, well, it hits the backboard and the frame. And we saw that a lot last year with the new Molten size 6 ball 
Uh, it is size six, yeah. It is size six ball. Last year we saw a lot of balls getting wedged in between the ring and the backboard with the smaller size ball. I guess that's more often as Hay hits another and it's 11 points to five with Dean Kinsman wanting to have a talk to the AIS as they're letting this game slip away just by uh, rushing their offence. Yes, I think that the key for the AIS is, is really just to do what they do well at practice. They drill them, you know, keep Dean Kinsman drills them so well in their offence. Uh, they just need to go through, get their looks and not be frazzled by the pressure that the Perthlings are applying. So a really good time out there by Dean. He'll talk to his girls, get them to, uh, to just stay poised, get on the front foot, make some good leads, make some good decisions and not be in a hurry. And I think that's a youth thing, Craig. I think, uh, you know, it, it comes with experience, as I know, but uh, sometimes when the pressure's applied on, on young players, they throw the ball away or they just get a little bit frazzled. So hopefully they can uh, gain, regain their composure. Well, if my memory serves me correct, 1996, 10 years ago, you were in the AAS program. Five. Five? <laughs> no, no, five. 11 years ago, you were in the AAS program. 95, 96. Yeah, it seems like that's a long time ago. <laughs> and, uh, well, Coach Brown, he, he had his moments when he'd get animated. He did, yeah. You know, it wasn't often. Phil Brown, he, he could remain calm for, you know, most of the game and then bang, you just see this animation and uh, he'd come alive and we'd, we'd all know about it. <laughs> we'd all be shaking in our basketball boots. Yes. Zoe Carr making a appearance for her first minutes of the game as Esri Tolo shuts... Manu and Molly Lewis out there for the AAS. Marino, Hayes, Carr, Wilson and also Henry. Henry uh, playing just a little bit injured at the moment, trying to work it as Esri shots from the right-hand low post. Doesn't drop and Henry will bring it back. Down the right wing for the length. Inside to Carr. Carr in the paint. Bounce pass out to Wilson for three. Just hits the back of the iron. Manu now has the rebound. Gets it over to Tolo who puts it into the hands of Esri. Esri then kicks it wide to Lewis. Lewis has got a good perimeter game. This time goes to Tolo who hands off to Esri. Esri goes to Manu. Oh, shot blocked by Hayes. This time Esri now trying to work past Marino. And Marino's going to be called for not taking position as Esri went into her. I think good decision there by Ebsri. The AIS really need to take it to, to Perth. I don't think uh, they've been tested yet defensively, and I think there's probably some weaknesses there. So, you know, the AIS have taken some outside shots for the last couple of play phases. I think going inside or, or their guards penetrating inside the key might be an option for them. Ironmonger and Newley coming out out of the resumption of play. Shots going to Tolo. She just gets that ball on the shoulder. It's tapped away by Henry, but Lewis is there to regain for the AS. Ironmonger fakes the three, then goes inside to Tolo, and this time Henry bangs into Tolo, and we'll see her go... Well, I'm not sure. Is that going to be a shooting foul? Two shots, I think. No, no pointing to the, the baseline. Didn't quite have her hands up when she had just really received the ball when Henry bumped into her. Yeah, that was a really nice move by Ironmonger for, for a young player. She shot fake, got a player up in the air. As we see, Shats driving the key. Oh, almost finished it. Henry's got the rebound and she's off to the races. Down the right wing she goes as, oh, she fakes the pass and then pulls up at the right elbow and just nails uh, two. That was uh, just defence just fading when they thought the pass was on its way. She's certainly a classy player, Narelle Henry, and uh, it's got all the moves in the book, but uh, she's been out of action for a few seasons, so hopefully she can get back into the WNBL season. Yes, gets the steal this time as she turns the ball back over the half. 
Bounce pass inside to Hayes. Hayes then looking around, kicks it back outside to Henry. Henry gets the cr- screen from Hayes. Shots goes with her though. Pull up jump shot inside the key is good. And the Perth Lynx keep racking up the points. 16 to 5 with a minute 52 left to go in the quarter. As shots right side. Newly now gives it to Lewis. Lewis goes down to Ironmonger who drives baseline. Foul has been called. Not sure who that's on. It's going to be on Zoe Carr and she has quite a perplexed look on her face. <laughs> yeah, sometimes us players don't know why these things are called and uh, better to have a perplexed look than do something else, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I with, the live, swear. <laughs> live, with the live ABC coverage, it all gets drawn out, doesn't it? Absolutely. All right, Paul O'Brien has called a time of this timeout as his team, the Perth Lynx, lead 16 to 5. Now, you have known Paul for quite some time, and I know last year when he was made his move up into the price attack, into the price attack WNBL as was then, uh, you were able to tell me quite a bit about him, give me a bit of a scoop on what he was like. But uh, for the listeners who uh, didn't hear that conversation, you. You obviously have uh, had a great relationship with Paul over the years. Yeah, Paul was a, a junior, one of my junior coaches at uh, Bulline, and uh, Bulline's a really strong junior club, and uh, they've got a really high quality calibre of uh, coaches. Um, and also, so I've, I've stayed in touch with him um, over the years, and uh, he's quite intense when he coaches. Some people think he's, a, you know, he's, he's too intense, but uh, he really knows what he's talking about, and uh, the girls really respect him and. Uh, you know, he gets the job done. And, and last season, I think every single team respected that Perth outfit because of the way he got them playing. And a sportsman in his own right, playing uh, AFL? Yes, indeed. He's a keen Hawk supporter. So, good colours there. He's in the black and, well, sort of browny black and yellow. <laughs> Ball inbound to Newley now as the AIS in offence. Three-point shot from uh, from Langford, who's just come into the game. Langford, Newley, Tolo. Also, Francis and Lewis out there for the AS, as it is Marino bringing the ball back out there with Zoe Carr, Carly Wilson, then it's Christina Hayes, uh, Krista Hayes, sorry, and also Narelle Henry. Marino drives down the right lane, hands it back at the, well, hands it backwards to the right elbow to Zoe Carr. Inside shot now for Hayes. She hasn't hit the ring as the shot goes up there it is the AIS getting the rebound Langford gives it to Francis over to Newley Newley now looking around oh Henry's been called for a soft foul I can see there Mariana Tolo is, is trying to post up in the uh, the key there what I'd like to do is really back her player in she's she's six foot what five or something guys She's got quite a bit of height over Krista Hayes, and uh, you can see her trying to get front position there. But I'd really, I think just uh, muscling back in on Hayes would be uh, the best thing to do. We'll get that step for you. Uh, I'm the... no coach, Craig. That's just my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even have the height there. Oh, she's oh. about six five. Certainly. Oh, I know where I can find it though. First shot was made, and this was the second. And it is 16 to 10 inside the last minute of the first term as Angela Marino now tries to get the screen from Zoe Carr, drives down to the baseline, puts oh. up a double shot, and it lands. I don't know how she shot that. Angela Marino's watched five. Look, I'm not very good on heights, but she's small, okay? And Mariana Tolo's is really cool. She shot that over Mariana with her hands up. Yes, AIS then called for a travel at the other end, so it's just not going right for the AIS tonight, who I thought played extremely well against Bulleen last night. 
And uh, on the strength of the two performances, you would have thought the AAS would be a lot closer at this stage. Lewis hits the deck as Marino. Outlet pass to Marsh. Jot doesn't drop. Marino comes back and gets it. Gives it to Hayes. Hayes inside to Carr. Carr puts the shot up over the top of Francis. Doesn't drop and Wilson will get the rebound that was slapped away by Francis. AOS really need to get their body on, on people when they're blocking out. They're just sort of going to space at the moment and the ball's falling in the hands of Perth Link. So they really need to, to get good position, get front position and, and get a body on. Well, a foul being called on the AIS. It's going up a, against, well, they've just said number 15. And since there's no 15 in the uh, AS lineup, I... I think the foul was called on Newley, the number 21. Carr goes back, gives it to Marino as the inbound pass gets play back underway. Bounce pass outside to Wilson, who drives baseline as the shot goes in the air. The siren sounds, and it's 20 points to 10 here at the AS Arena at quarter time. And Perth look like a completely different unit. They do. The guards are probing. and Marino is doing a great job of, of creating. She's putting the ball on the floor, probing, probing, seeing what, what opportunities are opening up, and then she's dishing nicely or taking it to the basket herself. She's a, she's a great creator in that sense and has developed her game in that area. And, and likewise, Carly Wilson is really opening up opportunities. You know, she's attracting a lot of the defence, which means that, uh, you know, players can't help off so much so her and Zoe Carr is giving a great target in the post so I think the AIS need to apply a bit more pressure perhaps put someone on uh, Marino who can really contain her perhaps Ebsery might be the, the girl for the job but they really need to I think if they can shut her down she, she's the key playmaker at the moment they might be in, in better shape and try and peg this 10 point deficit back well, Marino, really, he was copying a lot last night from that Capitals crowd. Tonight, the AAS uh, crowd, far more civilised than perhaps your former team's crowd. Yeah, I think there were a few little encore battles going on there last night. That's my observation, Craig. Um, <laughs> but that's healthy, you know, and I think that um, Natali Bevelakwa is, is, I don't know, I couldn't say the best, but certainly top three. Defend, one of the top three defenders in the league and, and she didn't give Angie a rest all night and then if Tully wasn't on her we had the, probably the next best defender which is Kelly Abrams or equal uh, then we had Natty Hurst and, and you know none of those girls gave up on her all night so poor Angie wherever she moved there was a capital as that at quarter time with the AIS trailing by 10 at the moment here on sportradio.com.au this is the AAS basketball and point scorers to halftime. Well, it's Hayes with eight points, four apiece to Wilson and Henry, and two apiece to Boyd and Marino. As you look at the AAS, three to, um, just can't quite see who's at the top of the story, three to Francis and three to Esri. Game underway, AAS getting first possession as it is Francis trying to back it inside the perimeter. Daltolo loses control of the ball. She locks it up, tries to roll it along the floor, and eventually uh, Travis Haslin has called a reset on the clock as it hit the foot or is kicked away, I think, by Melissa Marsh. Nice little soccer move there. Yes. Langford inbounds the pass to Esri on the perimeter left side. Gives to Francis, top of the key to Tolo. Dumps over the top to Esri who turns around and puts it in. Nice move. Good vision there. And a nice little cut there from Esri and finishing the basket. 
Well, Marino now goes left side to Carr. Carr finds Wilson shuts was uh, sorry, Mara Lewis was all over her and the foul is against Lewis now on Wilson. You were asking before about heights. I can't give you Imperial Sharpie, but I can tell you that Angela Marino is 166 centimetres tall up against, uh, who have we got? Polo, 196. Woo! Zoe Carr does the rebounding. There, puts it in as the AAS. 22 trail, 22 to 12. Long pass inside from Esri to Tolo. Tolo couldn't get it, slaps it away to Langford. Francis drives baseline as the cross-court pass is, uh, well, is a good one. Francis then trying to go after the rebound that she put under the basket and Boyd has been called for the rebound and fouled during the rebounding. Martin's going to come in the game for Lewis. Nikita Martin, a first-year player with the program at the AAS, up against, uh, well, alongside replacing the sophomore in Lewis. It's Martin now, gives it to Esri, also a second-year player, who takes on Marino, drives down to oh, the nice throw line and does her own rebounding when the shot doesn't drop. That's a problem for the AAS. What's their percentage, Sharpie? It wasn't good, I don't think. Tolo loses a handle on it in the paint, and Carly Wilson will come up with it. Uh, 24... Okay. 21% from the field isn't good. Yeah, uh, 2.47 in first quarter. Melissa Marsh takes the screen off Boyd, then bounce pass across to Wilson, who has all day to set the three. She doesn't miss it. Has got a great perimeter game, Carly Wilson. I said last night mistakenly, world champion Carly Wilson, but of course, uh, controversially cut late. As, oh, Francis takes the ball in the air, slaps Wilson uh, Marsh in the head, then puts it back in, but I think the file... The foul will go against Francis, and it will be a turnover. So Dean Kinsman up again as Tolo takes a break. And Luella Tomlinson, who's only been playing about three minutes a game, and uh, if I check my stats from the two games that I've got of the AAS, it has been interesting because Tomlinson actually in her third year with this program. Zoe Carr backing around Tomlinson. Boyd, oh, I thought Tomlinson fouled her then. No whistle on the play, but Tomlinson slaps the ball over the baseline. And we will have a Perth ball from that position as Manu comes in now for Francis. Interesting, uh, yeah, they're about Luella Tomlinson, Craig. Might be an injury issue there. Yeah. Who knows? Well, but, uh, she's played 12 minutes in two games, so she's played six minutes a game. Yeah. yeah. Boyd now puts the shot up uh, too big and strong for Tomlinson, and it's 27 to 12 as seven minutes 40 left to go in the half. Tomlinson thinks about the three, drives the left lane, but had no options as Carr put up some good defence. And the turnover's affected. Marino gets the ball at half court, brings it to the left wing, then he's an opening, shovels it out to Marsh, who sets an 18-foot jump shot, doesn't fall. Carr goes after the rebound, it falls into the hands of Wilson. And again, Perth getting looks from working hard off the offensive glass, something they could not defend last night against the Capitals, as Boyd just turn away, fake, and gets a two-point in off the glass. 29-12 as the AAS uh, once again having to contemplate this timeout. Yeah, I think uh, the girls need to get in front. Whoever's guarding Christine Boyd really needs to get in front of her. She's getting some easy speeds inside. She's a big target. She'd be over, she'd be about six or five, four or five as well. So uh, perhaps uh, Tolo or one of the other bigs might be a good switch onto her and 
I mean, I like the way that uh, Ebsery is really pushing the ball, but she needs some support there from, from the other girls in, in running the lanes and, and getting some, some fast break opportunities happening for them. Because at the moment, they are being locked up in the, in the half court. So I think looking to get some, some fast, fast break baskets and transition layups uh, might be a good look for them. Tolo is averaging 10 points per game so far this season. Um, just looking at some of the other scorers, Rebecca Schotz, who's been in the program uh, a year or so, is averaging 6, and it's Carla Francis, 8.6, is her career stats there. Um, she, Francis has scored 28 points this year, so they really need Carla to start firing here. As she only had 3 points two quarter time, and the AIS with it all to do. 29-12, as you can see, uh, former teammates of yours just having a look at this AS Perth game, the Caps on the far side of the court. Yes, they'll be getting ready for their big game against the Bulleen Boomers, perhaps the first challenge for the Caps so far this season. Esri dumps it over the top to Schatz, who tried to go over the top of Zoe Carr, and, uh, sorry, that was Manu trying to go over the top of Zoe Carr, has been called for the foul. That, I think, will be her second personal. No, in fact, it's her first personal. So she's been flying uh, quite close, but only been called for the one foul so far. Marino brings the ball back down, right side to Boyd. Boyd kicks it to Carr. Carr looks over the top, then kicks it outside to Marsh. Marsh back to Carr. She just took a step back from the right elbow, then put up the shot. Tomlinson regaining the ball for the AS on the rebound. Kicks it to Esri. Esri drives down the right wing, then brings it inside to Manu. Goes back to Martin, and Martin banks it in off the glass. Tough finish there by Martin. She was in some traffic, and uh, she went up strong and finished off. 29-14, as it's been a while since we've had a score. 6-29, Boyd hits it from just a foot on the three-point arc, but it doesn't drop. Tomlinson oh. gets the fast travel as she almost double dribbles and travels. Gets it to Martin and uh, she'll convert with four points in the last minute. Yes, Luella Tomlinson certainly loves to go for a dribble in the open court and she uh, didn't miss that opportunity, but I think she travels. Ball that time. Boyd puts up the shot from the right elbow. Mevsri agrees to rebound it. Bounce away to Martin, who's hot at the moment. Her shot doesn't drop, though. Oh. Manu couldn't get it to drop, but she was fouled. AIS are really pushing the ball now. Ebsery's still doing a great job of getting the ball up. And, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, AIS might have more legs than Perth. Both have played a game last night, but uh, you'd have to consider that with youth on their side, Craig, that might be a big factor in this uh, in this game. Well, it's still Carly Francis with three points, Emma Langford with three, and then oh, just better check that, that no, that hasn't updated far enough, so I won't go too far into those stats. 29 to 16 here at the AAS Arena. The AAS up against the Perth Lynx is uh, <laughs> Kelly Bevelaxa and uh, Kelly Abrams, the new captain is uh, just giving you a bit of stick from the other side of the court there, Sharpie. I don't know what they're gesturing at. I think they're waving and smiling. I think that's what those fingers were. Paul O'Brien, what's he saying to his girl now as the AIS has just made a small rally there? I think he's saying calm down. They've had a few quick outside shots. Uh, Christine Boyd's been out near the three-point line. I don't know why. I think uh, he'd like to see her inside the key. So I think he'd be saying, look, guys, just calm down. Just get back to basics. Get back to what we're doing in the first quarter. Have some poise on our cuts and our passes. 
and uh, just, just get through the offense. We're not in a hurry. The ALS is making a run at us. Let's just take a breather. Well, Manu's going to go to the line now to shoot two after she was fouled, but the shot didn't drop. It's 29-16. Gets a chance to ice the shooter a bit there uh, by Paul O'Brien. Young player in Manu just uh, taking a time. First shot's in the air. That's all net. Makes it. Yeah. Good girl. I've been amazed this season so far how many times their own captain to vice their player going to the line. Manu, second shot, all net. So she wasn't worried about that timeout being called. As Perth now with Henry Boyd, Hayes, Wilson and Marsh on the floor. AIS with Langford, Esri, Manu, Tomlinson and Newey. And Langford forces the steal as the pass didn't make Marsh. Now, Langford drives down the right no, lane, layup, no. oh. doesn't fall, Manu slaps it away, Langford can't go back and get it, and Wilson will do the, uh, well, eventually get it, and Esri just whacks shirt fronts almost, Henry, to give away a foul. Emma Langford really stepped on the accelerator that time, Craig, she went up, she just missed the, the finish, but gee, she was explosive. Wilson now goes inbound to Hayes as she will hand it immediately over to Henry. Into the front court. Wilson now right side goes back to Henry at the point. Just working herself to the left side of the court as off the ball a foul's being called. Holding foul on, I think, Manu number no. 13. I think 13 that is was Martin. Uh, Martin. Yeah, not a bad foul. I think the AOS need to do what they can to stop Carly Wilson. I mean, obviously within the rules, but uh, they need to be right in her shirt. And uh, because ARS probably aren't used to playing against players like that, which is aren't normal defensive rules when you're playing a player's shirt like that, um, they'll probably pick up one or two fouls. But uh, that's, that's what they're there to learn. You know, if Ben Kingsman says we're going to try this tactic, uh, it's, it's all part of their development. Wilson makes the first, moving her to eight points for the game. She lines up for the ninth. And it's all net. Nine points for Wilson. 31 plays 18. The first score for Perth for a little bit of time. Esri now with 5-14. Gives it to Langford, top of the key. Goes back to Esri, who's time. Put on the three-point arc in the left corner. It's good work by Martin to keep it in, but unfortunately Marsh read the pass and was able to intercept Henry now. Esri giving her a bit of a time trying to get over the half. Eventually, oh, down on the ground is Langford. That allows Marsh to get free, but Hayes doesn't see it. And Tomlinson has been picked up as she was going for the block shot. It looks like she might have got a piece of Hayes' arm. Yeah, once again, uh, one of the A's players are caught behind, and it's an easy feed inside. Hayes just has to turn around and shoot, and on that occasion, she drew the foul. Well, Langford and Tomlinson to sit down as it shots Francis, Manu, Esri, and... Also, Martin out there. Hayes at the line. First shot is in after a rattle on the front and back of the iron. Crowd are really making some noise here, Craig. Yeah. We've got a few AOS supporters down here, and I think a fair few parents yeah. of AOS. Second shot here. doesn't drop. Finnegan, who is on limited minutes as she's recovering from injury, does the rebound and gets it out to Wilson, who goes to Marsh. Back to Wilson, who finds Hayes. Finnegan in the paint, gets the rebound from the missed shot from Hayes and puts it in. Well done, Finnegan. She really fought hard to get that rebound and uh, got the easy put back. Working down, Francis at the top of the key. Goes left side to Esri. Esri now takes them on, lobs it over the top into the paint, but I think Hayes is going to be called for the foul. 
just uh, not quite sure why. Must have got a piece of uh, Ebsbury's arm as she was making the pass. Yeah, nice on-ball screen there. Ebsbury probably went a bit too wide. She really could go a bit closer to the screener to uh, decrease the space between her and her defender. Schatz inbounds to Esri, goes to Martin, then back to Francis into the right wing now, and it is Esri. Wrong foot, smart, uh, the wrong foot, Henry, dumps it off to Francis. Francis' shot doesn't fall. Manu goes after it, then dives onto the ground, slaps it away. Martin eventually, with Wilson wrestling on the ground, gets it up to Esri, over the right side, just shots into the corner for Francis, and that's a big three. What a nice finish. There were three great hustle plays in that phase, so what a nice reward to get that three-pointer as a finish. Wilson now on the right side goes back to Henry as they work clockwise around the perimeter. No, Henry's going to change it up and go anti-clockwise. Gives it to Wilson now who takes on Martin. Martin has to watch. Wilson, ah, fade away. Fade away. Turn around almost behind your back through the legs. Jump up. No. (laughs) Esri now goes left side to Francis. Francis. Looking for Esri, who's got three on the right side. Drives baseline, dumps it off to Manu, who's fouled by Finnegan or Hayes. You can take your pick. Both referees went up, and the foul will go against Finnegan. Nice move there by Manu. I don't think she's afraid to take to the basket. And uh, she's got nice size. She looks athletic, and uh, she's uh, confident, obviously, of taking it to the basket. Manu is, uh, well, 187 centimetres. Born in 89. Someone like myself, that makes uh, me feel extremely old. <laughs> For you, not so, such a problem, Sharpie. Ten, exactly 10 years older than me. Younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i go with older. Older is better. Yeah. Manu makes the first. As she lines up for the second. No, it doesn't make it, so Manu drops her first free throw. She's three from four from the line now. AAS can't clean up the rebound, and it will be Marino who brings it back. Goes left side to Carr, then goes to Wilson. Wilson then goes back to Carr, eventually to Marino, as Marino drives left line, kicks it backwards to Bartlett, who's come into the game. Oh, almost looked like a travel as she got it to Hayes that time. Zoe Carr puts it up, rattles off the high, and it wasn't a bad haymaker. It comes down in the hands of Lewis. Lewis gets it to uh, Esri. Esri bounced past to Francis, wasn't able to take position to make the layup, so she kicks it back to Lewis, who gives it to Manu. Manu back to Lewis, over the top, goes to Esri. Wrongs foots Carr, but the shot oh. won't drop, and Wilson cleans up. Once again, beautiful offence by the AIS, but just couldn't finish off that time. Carly Wilson just telling the Lynx to slow down. They've got 2 minutes 41 on the half. As Bartlett now, working around, gets a good screen, then drives into the paint. The foul's going to go on Francis, I have a feeling. And, no, it's going on Lewis. Ow, that really hurts, because I don't think that drive was going anywhere. I think she was just uh, hoping for a prayer when she threw that up, and she's now got two shots. Yeah, Manu comes out for Tolo, as Lewis has a second personal foul. Bartlett, oh, mate, it was a bit flat, that one, rattled in. Second shot on its way, and it's all net. Francis looking to bring it in. The sub was on Hayes as Boyd comes back in. Francis now gives it to Esri. Esri brings the ball up, kicks it left side to Lewis. Lewis then goes right side, giving it to Sharp. Oh, who finds oh, oh, oh. Can't make the layup. 
It was nice work, Tolo finding space in the key. Marino now goes right side to Bartlett. Bartlett then to Boyd. Boyd left side to Marino. Three-point attempt doesn't fall. Francis cleans up and she kicks it long to Lewis now. Lewis kicks it on to shots, but the pass is in front of her. Tolo in the paint again. Does her own rebounding as the first shot doesn't drop. The second one as she's fouled doesn't drop either. And Christina Boyd is going, how the heck is that a foul against me? Uh, looks like a foul from here, I think, Christine, but uh, nice work there from Tolo. Uh, you know, she missed the first one, but uh, fought hard to get the rebound and, and get the putback. Tolo's first visit to the line, and she misses the first, so yet to score. Tolo, who has, as I said, been a, well, shining light in this AAS side, makes the second. So it's 38 23 with a minute 58 left to go as Marino brings it back comes up to Esri then fades right then kicks the ball left gives it to Carly Wilson on the left wing it is Bartlett Bartlett with Lewis watching her Zoe Carr comes out to the top of the key she gets it goes inside to Wilson who gets herself basket side of shots the ball doesn't drop though Tolo does the rebounding quick reply by Esri gives it to shots and shots will affect the layup once again Esri is steadying the pace on that fast break really pushing the ball and forcing her teammates to run with her 25 the AAS trails Perth links 38 as Marino looks to put the shovel shot in the air and draws the foul off Esri and she will go to the line as Esri picks up her second personal foul as Lewis sits down and newly comes back into the game. Lewis has worked really hard. I noticed in the last few play phases she's been full front denying, sorry, full front posting um, and flat out denying Carly Wilson, not playing any help defence, just but she's been given the task to flat out deny. Will Marino moves the Perth links up to a 40 to 25 here with a minute 13 left in the half. Esri now oh, kicks it, eventually gets the shots off the hands of Bartlett though. Tolo brings it to the left elbow, then hands off to Carly Francis. Her shot doesn't even hit the ring. Tolo falling backwards, had to put the ball on the floor and Wilson was like a thief in the night picking a pocket and getting Perth back in offence. Bartlett's now on the right wing, gives it to Carr. Left side is Wilson. Marino hits the deck and the foul, I think, is going to go against Francis. It is. Francis had a wry grit on her face I when she put Marino down. I didn't see what happened there, but I just saw Angel Marino hit the deck, so someone must have uh, pushed her. Yes, nine fouls in this quarter against the AIS to five. It's a fair few fouls. It's not good, is it? No, it's not good. 50.6 seconds left to go in the half as Marino makes the first and the second is all net. 42 plays, 25. Mesri kicks the ball left side, giving it to Newley, goes back to Esri. She's still deep in the offensive half, going to Newley. Newley works around the perimeter. Three-point shot. No one went to her. It's rattled off the iron. Marino eventually doing the rebounding and will carry the ball back straight up the centre. Decides to back away and eventually we'll see. She calls up Wilson. And about a 10-point differentiation between the shot clock and the game clock, so AS should get the ball back. Yeah, Wilson kicks it out to Bartlett, who has forever to set up the three, and she knocks it down. You might get the ball back, but you don't want to give up a three to no, get it. No, you don't. They've now got 10 seconds. Edward's pushing the ball. Newly. Newly. 
working around the perimeter, dumps inside to Francis, and Francis in off the glass. Francis, well, that's what we need to see from the bigs of the AS converting those opportunities inside. Certainly, and they've got a really nice high-low action there. On several occasions, that occasions they have scored from the guards passing from the top of the D into the low post, and the passes have been on the money, so good on them for that. 45 to 27 at the half-time break. Perth with the advantage. What do the AIS have to do to get themselves back into this game? I think defensive pressure is the key. You know, I'm a defensive person, Craig, and I always, my answer is always defence because 40, 45 points is a lot of points. That's a 90-point ball game at this stage. And uh, I certainly don't think Perth are a 90-point ball game, to tell the truth. So I think... Uh, some full court pressing, uh, perhaps mix it up with some zone, maybe not so much when Ange Marino is out there because you can knock down that three, but uh, giving them some more pressure in their face pressure and backing themselves. Now they're young, they're athletic, I've seen them apply you know, pressure in the last game and uh, they're capable of doing it. Uh, so I think they've got nothing to lose, it's one half, um, you know, they really should start from the start of the third quarter and, and get up in their faces offensively. I don't think they're doing too much wrong. Uh, perhaps, perhaps some dribble penetration combined with their pass penetration uh, would give them just a different look and uh, perhaps release some of the, the pressure a little bit. But uh, all in all, you know, Dean Kingsley shouldn't be too unhappy. I think, uh, as I said, defence would be the key for them. All right, we'll take a break here on sportradio.com.au, AAS Basketball, and be back with the stats and the second half of the AAS up against the Perth Lynx from the AIS Arena. As we get set for the second half here, looking at the stats to half time, the AIS shooting at 26%, 43% for the Perth Lynx. It is Marsh Marino. Marsh to bring the ball into Marino, who gets in front of Esri, drives down to the baseline, but has to back away, gives it to Hayes and Wilson. Then it goes, no, not to Marsh. Wilson puts the ball on the floor, over the top to Boyd at the left elbow, kicks it long to Marino, fakes the three, tries to drive baseline, runs into Rebecca Schutz and Esri, and the turnover is forced. AIS kicked the ball quickly. Francis puts it on the floor, then can't make the way up, but Tolo comes in and makes the first two for the AIS. Off to a strong start. Nice start. Dean Kingsman would certainly be impressed with that start and probably gave his troops a rev at half time. He's up and at it anyway on the sideline. Yeah, he wants the AIS to defend strong shots there just let Marsh get to the basket side of her Carly Wilson on the low post puts the shot up Boyd slaps it back to her Wilson does a good job of keeping that ball in play goes right side now to Marino Marino just setting up for the links 45 plays 29 Marino works away around the perimeter then drives baseline gets herself into the key outlet to Marsh from 18 feet she knocks down a, a big J. Once again, Angela Marino is probing, probing, makes the most of her driving opportunities and then dishes off to the open shooter. Esri now has the ball right-hand side of the key. Oh, the bounce pass is cut off by Marino and Marino will be off to the races now as she brawls up at the perimeter left side. Kicks it right side to Marsh. Going around the outside, it's Wilson now on the 45. Drives into the key, kicks it out to Marsh. Marsh doesn't have room with Martin watching her. Reaching in was Esri. Her shot though, Marsh's shot though, wasn't successful. Martin will come to bring it back to the AIS. Shots on the right side. 
Looks around, tries to go over the top, finds Tolo, who kicks it out to Esri. Esri, pull-up jumper, 15 feet. Oh, right-hand baseline is good. Sweet little jumper there from Esri. Nice play from the AOS. Inside, outside, shot. Marina. Simple. <laughs> it's a simple game, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. 47 to 31. Eight minutes left to go on the third term clock. Marino looks right side, finds Marsh as the crowd really starting to warm up as the AIS, well, picking up their D and they force the turnover as Hayes can't get the pass at the baseline. Yeah, Perth looking a little frazzled on that occasion. Uh, not, a, not a great pass in there from inside the key, but um, I'm sure they'll get it back next play. As Francis gets the ball on a 1-2 from Esri, can't make the layup stick. It's unfortunate for the AIS, that would have been a really handy basket. Bounce pass to Marino, who thinks about the three, lobs over the top to Boyd. Boyd's turnaround jump shot is short. I thought Tolo might have got a piece I of that shot. I think she did, Craig. Looks like she got a hand to that. Francis putting the ball on the ground, pushes it to Shat. Shat's baseline jump shot. Woo! I like it. 47 to 33. <laughs> 7-12 left to go in the quarter. Sweet little shot. I mean, AIS girls, it's great to see them shooting the outside with such confidence. Yeah, I want to see Tracy Beatty one three-point attempt in her career. I want to see that number lift before the end of the season. I think she has, isn't she? She's made one three-point attempt. One attempt, okay. Hayes from the right elbow puts up the shot that doesn't drop. I've got a few stats like that that I want to see change. <laughs> you love that one, yeah, don't you? I do. Uh, it's Francis doesn't miss on that occasion. She uh, made sure that layup was going down. Yep. As Marino getting some pressure from Esri in the backcourt and Esri almost getting her trapped in the backcourt. Good work there. Marino though taking her on and eventually will call get her trapped on the foul. So Marino will get the ball from the side and Esri will have her third personal foul, which is a problem because with Jamie Francis out of this AIS lineup, it does mean they're one guard short in their rotation. Yeah, it certainly does. Ebsery is such a key player for the AIS. I really need her on the court the whole game. Well, not the whole game, but it's, you know, as much as, as much possible. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for, for anyone to stay on the whole game, but uh, yeah, she really needs to stay out of foul trouble. Keep her hands out. Beatty, uh, one, one three-point attempt in her career. Lange yet to put up a three-point shot, and uh, Kira Shields has had the one attempt. So Kira Shields, in a two-game career, has put up as many attempts as what Tracy has. <laughs> I want to see Tracy get an outside game. I think she could. I think she's got the makings of Jenny Whittle. In the, you know, Jenny has that ability to, to shoot the three. Just whenever she gets an open look, she can hit that thing. And it's such a um, luxury, I think, for a six-foot-six centre to be able to hit that outside shot. It's terribly tough to guard. When you look at this uh, AIS lineup. I've been interested. Tomlinson, 21 attempts, six converted from the three-point arc in her career, which is now at 28 games. Well, 29 games, including tonight. I got too many stats here for you, Sharpie. You sure do, Craig. You love those stats. <laughs> Inbound pass now. Boyd gets it. Marino takes the handoff on the right wing. Then comes back around the perimeter, gives it to Wilson on the left-hand side, who backs away, moves to the point position now. Watching her is Martin. Then goes to Marsh. Bounce pass inside. Low post is Wilson. Turnaround jump shot. Uh, she is class. She's dynamite on that turnaround. She's so hard to guard. She's got a nice high release on that shot and it goes down most times. Shots over the top to Manu. Oh, hard pass into Tolo. Was a bit too hard with Boyd right on a hammer there and just got it loose. Yeah, just not ready on that occasion. But uh, 
Good to see she's demanding the ball. Marino now bringing it back over the half. I'll give you the teams in a moment as Wilson wrongfoots Martin, backs away, then goes inside to Boyd. Boyd in the paint, jump shot is offline. Manu does the rebounding. It's Manu Newley with the ball in hand, then it's Martin, Tolo and Shots. Tolo gets the ball inside, kicks it out to Shots. Shots had time to set for the three but goes with the pass to Newley instead. Martin bounce pass to Manu, 10 seconds left on the shot clock. Goes to Shots now, that's all Woo! there. That's a nice score. The, uh, the score line's now 49 per 38 AIS. As it is Hayes on the left side, takes on Manu, just lost the handle on that dribble that time, pulled up at the low post left side, cutting straight through the centre was Marsh and Tolo is going to be called for the foul with the points to count and it sends Marsh to the line to make the three. 51-38 with a shot to come, five minutes, ten seconds left to go in the third term. Yes, unfortunate there on that occasion that uh, Mariana got that foul, but it was a nice finish there by Marsh. Marina. Marsh, sorry, okay. Sorry, Marina sits down as Henry comes back into the game. Marsh, you were Marsh, saying? Marsh uh, tends to do the uh, the BP work, the, the blue collar work, and uh, you know things that go unnoticed on the uh, you know the stat sheet. But uh, she's in there every time, every play, and I think she's the captain of that team. But she's certainly a leader. If, she, if she's not, she. Manu puts up the shot, she goes after her own rebound, oh, tries the left-handed shot, and does not make the basket, she hits it out to Newley, and the pass was too hot for her, in fact Carly Wilson tonight, because I saw Paul write the C, against oh, okay, Carly's right. name, right, uh, but as I said before, Henry being injured, you might not, you, you might just uh, give it to Carly, in that situation, but I'm sure she is a team leader, Wilson has the ball in her hands now, back to Marsh, Marsh has been playing well since uh, the start of this season, even though the Perth team haven't got the W as yet. Wilson looking around. She's on the left side. Lobs it high to Hayes, who got left behind. Hayes doesn't put the shot up. And is it Lewis who's going to be pinged for crashing? No, it is Francis, and that's about her third for mine. It is indeed. A bit unlucky. There was a great pass there, a uh, lob pass over to Hayes, but uh, just, just couldn't finish off. Hayes didn't uh, didn't make the shot there, and for Perth, they were lucky to get out of trouble. I think we keep forgetting, Craig, too, that this Perth team have never, the starting five, have never played together. So Wilson puts up the shot as she did all the hard work to get into the paint. Boyd will come down with a slap away, gives it to Marsh, who sets up on the left side, then back to Wilson at the 45, Marsh drives down the left lane, backs in, into Lewis goes back to Hayes with a jump shot off the iron, and oh the AIS getting in their way, Hayes comes up with it as Francis falls out of bounds and it is uh, it is Hayes, Hayes with the ball, yeah again at the top of the key, Hayes drives the left lane, puts up the shot and rolls it in too easy I think on that occasion yep, as a uh, the Newley will work her way back down the court. Manu can't quite get at it, but I think Hayes had a touch on it. And the ref has to uh, has decided is an AIS ball over the baseline as Lewis will be the player to inbound the ball. 54 to 38, 3 minutes 39 left to go in the quarter. Schatz drives into the paint. Wilson steals the ball from her, gives it off to Henry who will bring it over the half. So Henry now 
Working, Newley trying to reach in, tap that ball away, can't get it at the moment. Henry works around, dumps it off that time to Hayes. Hayes rolls it along the floor to get across to Marsh. Henry gets it back with two seconds left on the shot clock, puts up the shot and it doesn't make it. Tolo does the rebounding, it's off to Lewis down the left wing now. Lewis kicks it to the right hand side and Newley in the corner. Newley's pass was a bit too... Laxadaisical over to Schutz who is setting herself for the three so the, the three point shot. The timeout's being called by Dean Kinsman as they go into the timeout fifty four thirty eight. So the AIS trying to work themselves back from that half time deficit of forty five to twenty seven. Eighteen points the difference at half time. Currently it's 24 points no sorry and currently it is 16 points so they haven't given away any ground in this quarter but Dean Kingsman just saying that they have to work harder in D for Coach O'Brien he continues to talk to his charges it's Zoe Carr coming back in at the end of this timeout so it'll be Hayes, Marsh, Wilson, Carr and Henry Looking at the point scorers, field percentages, it is Perth 40.4 to the AS improving 32.6, 66.7 from the three-point arc, 75% from the free throw line for the AS, 28.6 at the three-point arc, outside the three-point arc for the Perth Lynx, 90.9 or the... Perth links from the charity stripe. Inbound ball, Lewis to Newley, then to Shots. Shots now goes right side to Newley. Newley drives the baseline. Henry slaps it away, and the AS will maintain possession. Leading point scorers at the moment: Carly Wilson with 13, 11 for Christina Hay, uh, Krista Hay, then five apiece to both Melinda Bartlett and Melissa Marsh. AIS inbound it to Shots. Shots for three off the front of the iron. Henry cleans it up and Henry will bring it back down. The AIS getting back in defence quickly. Marsh on the left side tries to drive the baseline. Then goes back to Hay. Back then to Wilson. Wilson right side. Bounce pass over to Carr on the left lane. Backing into the paint. Carr gets the shot up over Tomlinson. And it shuts off to the races. Goes herself. Layup doesn't fall. Tolo from the back slaps it but Wilson will come up with it. Wilson now brings it down the right wing. And pulls up on the right-hand side. Just looking around. Bounce pass across to, Bar- to Hayes. Hands off to Henry. Henry now at the top of the key, just favouring the left side. Goes inside to Wilson. She wasn't followed by Lewis. And Wilson gets it in for another two. Wilson, leading scorer with 15 points now. Lewis over the top to Tomlinson. Gives it to Tolo. And as Tomlinson was hitting the ground, it will be a foul on the 40 of Krista Hay. So Krista Hay sending Tolo to the line. The first foul against the Perth Lynx in this turn with two minutes left. Shots and newly sit down as it's Tomlinson, Tolo, Francis, Martin and Langford out there for the AAS. Wilson, Henry, Marino, Boyd and Carr bounces in for Tolo who gets a lucky bounce there off the front of the iron and then in. Second shot 
A lot more confident that time, and it will be Evsry coming in now for Tomlinson. Two minutes and one second left to go in the third term at the AIS Arena. It's AIS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. As Marino gives the ball right side to Wilson in offence. Oh, Wilson pulls up at the baseline and knocks down a 14-foot jump shot. Too easy for Wilson that time. AAS trailing by 18 points currently. 58 plays, 40 with a minute 35. They try to go low post to Esri. She almost has the ball stripped away in the end. She loses the handle on it as she falls to ground. Zoe Carr comes up with it, brings it down the right wing, gives it to Marino who has time to set and likes the rings here at the arena. Knocks down the three. The Perth bench is up as it's 61-40 now, 21 point advantage with a minute 16 left on the clock. Francis looks to go inside to Esri, it's slapped away by Marino to Martin, Martin back to Francis, then to Langford, outside to Tolo, inside to Esri, who loses the handle on the dribble, she has to give it to Francis for three off the iron, and Boyd cleans up for the Perth Lynx. Henry now kicks it long to Marino. Marino thought about the three on the right-hand side, then puts the ball on the floor, gives it back to Carr, left side to Henry. Henry, 4-3, off the back of the iron. Esri cleans up, but just taking a time getting to the dribble. Kicks it left side for Francis, back to Esri now. Over the right side, Wilson makes a steal on the pass to Martin and Wilson goes all the way. It's getting worse for the AAS at the moment with 30 seconds left. Less than that in the third term, 63 plays 40. They're out to a 23-point advantage, the Perth Lynx. The AAS with it all to do now in the final term as Every Esri dumps it off to Tolo. Her shot doesn't drop. The ball loose on the ground. Marino going hard after it. Langford looking to lock it up for a jump ball. The AAS will have it with 11.4 seconds left to go in the quarter as Schutz comes in for Esri now and Ironmonger looking to also come in. Ironmonger coming in for Tolo. So Langford to inbound the ball from the side. Just uh, Perth, Wilson looking to guard up on the inbound pass. Inbound ball now. Langford goes to Schutz, to Martin. They have nine seconds to set up. Inside to Ironmonger. Has to chase it away as Boyd kicked it away from her. Then off to Langford who goes out to Francis. Over to the corner for Martin. A three-point shot on the buzzer. It was an air ball. The umpire said the shot weren't, the referee said the shot wasn't up in time. And at three-quarter time, it's 63-40 to 40 here at the AIS Arena. AIS Basketball. Looking at the leading scorers up to three-quarter time. And it is Wilson with 19 points. Hay with 11. Then it's six points to Christina Boyd. Nine points to Angela Marino. Five points to Melissa Marsh. Also to Melinda Bartlett. Four points to Narelle Henry. And two points to Zoe Carr. For the AIS... A quiet night for Tolo with only five. Leading scorer is Kayla Francis. Francis leads scoring on the AS side from shots with seven. Then it is back to four points apiece for Esri and Martin. Two, three points for Emma Langford. As, oh, Ellie Manu has five points as well. Two points to Maya Newley. 
If you're wondering, Eleanor Sharp had to leave us for a few moments here as she had uh, some duties with the Canberra Transact Capitals pre-game function. So if you're wondering why uh, you haven't heard from Elle for a, a moment, it is uh, because she's off with those duties. She'll be joining us before the end of the game, I am sure. Looking at some of the other statistics here, well, rebounds, 32 plays, 35, and uh, turnovers, Perth only with the four as the AIS have turned the ball over 13 times, which is the reason for the 23-point deficit at the final change. Just uh, looking at the breakup of the boards for the Perth Lynx, three offensive boards to Carly Wilson. That with four defensive rebounds, seven in total, also with seven is Christina Boyd. Now, Cook hasn't come out for any minutes so far in this game. So, not quite sure if she'll be getting a run tonight or not. Hasn't pulled off the uh, training top as yet. The turnover count is the one that is really hurting the AIS fouls. Well, the worst is Christina Hay with three for the Perth Lynx. For the AIS, Kayla Francis and also Katie, Katie Esri with three apiece, two for Tolo, and then a number of the other girls with one. It's Perth to restart the final term. Marino driving down the right wing, kicks it to Henry, goes, oh, Henry just fakes the pass low, then goes to Boyd as it works around the perimeter clockwise this time. Marino on the left side, looks to bounce pass inside to Carr. Carr on the left lane, backing into the paint. She lost the dribble and... Uh, Ironmonger is going to be called for the foul. Holding foul on Ironmonger. That is her first. And her first personal sees Perth come with the baseline ball. 63, plays 40. As the inbound pass, Wilson, Boyd, back to Wilson. Wilson goes into the paint, banks it in off the glass. Too easy for Wilson. 65, 240, 15 points for the game. As Schatz gets the ball from Martin in the offensive court, then goes left side to Langford, goes back to Martin now to Schatz. Schatz bounce pass inside to Ironmonger, who put up a speculator then really from a bad position. It doesn't fall and Henry will come up with it, bringing it back for the Perth Lynx. Henry now goes right side over to Marino. Marino driving baseline, kicks it out to Henry. Henry for three, too much time on her hands, but it doesn't drop. Francis doing the rebounding. Francis now kicks it on to Martin. Martin oh, pulls up at the right elbow, but Zoe Carr just standing with a big defensive presence there. Blocked the shot and now will get it back in the front court. Gives it to Wilson, top of the key. Wilson... Those right side to Henry. Length for watching her. Bounce pass to Boyd who gets to turn around on Francis. But Ironmonger does the rebound and gives it to Martin. 65 plays, 40, 8.30 left to go in the game. Shot by shots on the baseline. Langford, oh, almost had the rebound, but Marino picked the pocket. Marino off to the races. Just waited for Langford. Well, uh, it was Francis who came back with the rebound. She put it into the back of Langford and Carr and Wilson work it out and get the point. 67 to 40. Wilson moving to, uh, I think, 19 points for the game. Inside to Francis. Francis gets the shot to drop and Boyd gets a fourth personal foul. So it will be the AIS going to the line. 
42 plays 67 with a shot to come. Boyd with a third personal. Yeah, so Boyd, just a little bit of a concern there. As make the extra, the AIS, and it's 43 to 67. It is Marino going right side to Carr. Carr then to Wilson over the top. It's Langford getting a hand in on the pass and forcing the turnover. Now Langford kicks it left side to Martin who takes on Wilson on the baseline. Over the top, Langford inside, Ironmonger outside. Shots who backs away, then goes to Francis who sets the three over the top of Carr. It doesn't fall. The AS trying to rebound. Marino comes up with it. Ironmonger knocks it away from her and Langford comes back with it. 18 seconds left on the shot clock. Carly Wilson taps it away. And it's over the baseline. The AAS with 15 seconds left on the shot clock to set up as Newley and Tolo come back in for Langford and shots. As Lewis to inbound the ball. Lewis now goes to Newley. Uh, sorry, Martin. Martin then kicks it out to Newley. Newley gives it to Lewis on the right side. Lewis, the three, hits the iron. Henry comes up with the rebound as it falls into her lap. Kicks it long to Wilson. Quick transition. Wilson doesn't make the shot, but Ironmonger's going to find her second foul. And it will be Ironmonger. Second personal foul in a couple of minutes. It's seven minutes, ten seconds. And Wilson will shoot for two. Team fouls at the moment, two to one. AIS with two, one for Perth. Wilson lining up now as the AIS fan club behind the basket try to put Wilson off. They don't succeed. 68 plays 43. Wilson to make the next Ironmonger full started, but it didn't matter because Wilson makes it as Esri comes in for Martin now. Wilson looking happy with her game so far. She moves to 25 points for the game. Wilson turning it on here as the AAS go left side from Lewis to Esri who loses it Henry knocking it loose but comes back Tolo then goes right side to Lewis inside Esri making work on Ironmonger over the top is going to be slaps the ball over the baseline and the AAS will have lost control of it once again Dean Kinsman up having a chat to uh, Drew Meads as Marino brings the ball over the half and Perth go back into offence. Henry watching the, her watching her as Lewis on the left side and Lewis eventually is called for the foul. So Lewis, her third personal foul. Ball in from the side from Henry. Lewis now, bounce pass over to Boyd. Boyd into Wilson. Wilson in the paint, puts up the shot. It's an air ball. Hit the bottom of the net and then it's off to the races for Lewis who finds a line down to the baseline. Henry slaps it away. Lewis keeps it in but slaps it back into the gut of Carr and Carr brings it down. Kicks it left side. Marino has time to set up for the three. Rattles out. Gets her own rebound and puts it back in. So Marino now moves to 11 points for the game. Timeout called by the AAS says it's 71 plays 43. The game getting away from the AIS here at the arena. The AIS 28.3, their field percentage dropping again. 
Perth quite consistent, 42%, and has been running up around the uh, low 40s right throughout the game. In fact, it uh, was 47 at the first at the end of the first quarter. They were having certainly having a, a day out in that. So 71 plays 43 and 25 for Wilson, 11 for Hay, who's not on the court at the moment and is just taking a a break as it will be Boyd, Carr, Henry, Marino and Wilson returning for the Perth Lynx. The AIS have Henry, Lewis, Evsry, Tolo and Ironmonger heading out onto the floor. So, the AIS with a lot to do at the moment, 71 to 43. They want to be competitive and play this game out. They will have realised that there was an opportunity for them tonight, but they've let Perth get away. Lewis sets herself for the three as Evsery drives around the perimeter. Ironmonger does the rebounding, puts it back in. Full court pressure now as Esri looks up and tries to harass Marino who drives down the right wing in the backcourt then comes across to give it to Wilson on the left. Back to Boyd, to Marino who tries to drive down the baseline. Gives it back to Boyd. Henry now puts up the shot, it hits the iron and Newley comes up with the rebound. Newley just working it into the front court, over the top to Lewis. Lewis has time for the three-point attempt. It's off the iron again and I don't think Dean Kinsman would be happy that they're not using all their time to set up in offence. Wilson kicks it right side for Boyd at the other end. It comes off the glass, doesn't hit the ring. Down into the hands of Ironmonger. Esri gives it to Ironmonger. Back to Lewis, who kicks it wide to Newley. Newley goes for three, and it's all there. Manu looking to come back into the game. It's bullying come out. Don't forget sportradio.com.au covering the Capitals' bullying game later on tonight. Marino goes right side to Wilson. Wilson... Working left, right, then comes back, right lane, puts up the shot. Molly Lewis gets the rebound, gives it off to Tolo, Tolo to Esri, to Ironmonger, and Ironmonger finishes it off for the AIS, who pull back to 21 points, 71-50, with 4 minutes 40 left to go in the game. AIS. Working hard, Marino working around the screen from Carr, shot comes off the glass, doesn't fall, ball's pumped up to Newley, Newley's got Tolo in the paint, pull up jump shot from, uh, well about 18 foot, didn't drop and they wasted another offensive opportunity that time the AIS, oh as Wilson wasn't looking and Newley and also Henry had the ball stolen away, Lewis waits for Wilson to... uh, Go past, and the points will count as the first shot doesn't drop. Henry comes back, and Henry and Wilson both have their heads down because they knew they just took it way too easy. And a timeout has been called. Tomlinson and Manu both going to come into the game with a shot to come for the AIS. Jamie Kennedy just uh, has taken a lot of time tonight lying down as she did last night at the end of the court. She's up now just to hear this timeout call from Dean Kinsman. And the AIS rallying back here. 71 plays 52 as we have, uh, well, five minutes or so left to go in the game. Could the AIS with... uh, well, probably slightly fresher legs 
work their way back into this game and uh, give us a real thrilling finish. Looking at the points here, still 25 for Wilson, 11 apiece now for Marino and Hay. As, uh, well, my score sheet here says 54 to 71, but the, the main scoreboard is saying 71-52. So, looking at the point scorers for the AAS, 13 for Francis, then 7 for Schatz, 4-5 to Manu, who's coming back out now, Tolo, and also Newley. It's Lewis to go to the line, Newley, Esri, Tomlinson, and Manu out there. Lewis's shot doesn't make the bonus. Tomlinson fighting hard, and the AIS will get it back as Cook, her first minutes out there, just couldn't try to control the ball on the rebound. So Lewis, the inbounder, trying to make it a four-point play. In fact, Newley puts up a three-point attempt. Manu gets the rebound, and Manu will drive to the basket and gets called for the charge on Hay. As Manu not happy with the call, Manu just getting her second personal foul. The AIS rallying, 71-52, as it's down to 19 points. Marsh back out there for Perth, goes right side to Wilson, back to Marsh now. Left side to Wilson, inside to Cook. Cook trying to work in the paint, Tomlinson with a block shot. Ball goes out of bounds with Manu and Tomlinson, double teaming Cook that time, and it's slap it over the baseline. Henry now to inbound the ball. Henry over the top to Wilson. Wilson backing around in the paint. Goes off. Oh, Esri gets inside there. Slaps it away. She falls to the ground. Newly holding up as she gets to the half. Then gives it to Tomlinson. Lewis for three. Oh, net from a long way downtown. She was closer to the sideline than the perimeter. And it is... 71-55, 3.30 left to go in the game and the AIS is strong and wanting to play this game out for sure. Marsh now goes right side, Wilson almost loses it that time, inside to Cook, Cook double teamed again, oh rejected by Tomlinson, Hayes comes back with it, Manu stopping her progress. Henry from downtown, all net, and Henry gets the first points for almost two minutes for the Perth Lynx, 74 plays, 55. It's Esri bringing the ball back here down to the left side. Newley gets the screen from Esri, then goes right side to Lewis, inside to Manu. Manu triple teamed and called for a travel. Manu not happy with the call, but not much she could do there. She was in heavy traffic and just no one on the side that she was open on to get a pass out to. She tried to force it and was called for the travel. Marsh brings it back over the half down the right wing now. Going back to the centre. She gets to the free throw line. Has to wait for Henry to take position at the elbow. Cook has it too hard into her face. And then the layup just won't fall. Manu has got the rebound. Gives it to Lewis. Now it's Newley. Goes right side to Marino. uh, To Evsry. Evsry gives it to Manu. The shot doesn't drop. But she is fouled and will shoot for two. So the foul going against Cook. I think that's her first personal foul for the night. Finnegan looking to come into the game now for Perth as the AIS Lewis sits down Manu going to the line to shoot two and the AIS rallying back here 54-55 as we have 2 minutes 22 left on the shot clock Manu makes the shot 
six points for the game with the shot to come. Manu now puts up the second shot. It's rattled around the iron, newly hits it away, but Manu couldn't run it down before it hits the sideline. And it's the turnover is forced. Bartlett coming in for Henry as the one sub made by the Perth Lynx. 74 plays, 56. As Marsh, watched by Newley as she gets over the half. Newley getting screened off by Flanagan, then goes back, gets the ball, gives it back to Marsh, and Marsh puts it in. 76 plays, 56, back out to a 20-point ball game. As uh, right side is Schatz. Schatz now looking around, goes left side to Esri. Esri to Newley. Newley looking over the top to Tomlinson. Tomlinson still on the perimeter, goes back out to Schatz. Schatz had Wilson try to go for the steal, gets to the free throw line. Tomlinson gets the rebound when the shot doesn't fall. Manu has, well, bounced the ball into Bartlett, who is out of play. And it will be an AIS ball. 20 seconds left on the shot clock. And 1 minute 44 left on the game clock. 20 points as Langford wants to come in. Esri, 18-foot jump shot off the back of the iron. Tomlinson with a big reach, tried to get the rebound, fell into the hands of Marsh, though, as she slapped it away. Goes to Cook on the perimeter right side. Cook gives it to Wilson. Wilson trying to dance up the sideline. Goes back. Schatz watching her closely. Bounce past to Bartlett, low post right side. Bartlett working up. No one to help her. Esri then has to, uh, well, find a way to get the pass to Flanagan. Flanagan goes back to Cook. Cook's shot doesn't fall, and Tomlinson working hard off the ball. Pass, though, is a bit too long for Esri, and it's over the sideline. So the AIS turning over another opportunity as Langford back in for Esri, who looks like she's got just a slight limp there as she comes off the court. Marsh passes backwards down to Bartlett. Minute 10 left to go in the game. Bartlett drives down the right side, and uh, called for a travel that time as the pass went off to Marsh. So, it's Newley now. Newley bringing the ball left side to Langford. Langford then over the top. Schatz gets the pass to Manu in the paint. She tried to bounce it, but it was at between the legs of Tomlinson. Bartlett gets it back, but her pass, trying to find Marsh, only goes to Schatz, who stances round Finnegan, and the bounce pass into the legs of Cook. Tomlinson comes back up with it. It's Langford. Oh, big jump shot from the baseline, left side, and knocks it down. 36 seconds left, 76 plays, 58. 18 points of difference here as the AAS have continued to try and fight this game out. Marsh working around, looking for options. Finnegan now at the top of the key. Goes left side to Wilson. 21 seconds, 6 seconds on the shot clock. Wilson puts up the shot from the edge of the perimeter. Doesn't fall. Tomlinson, oh, her pass goes only to Manu. She has to wrench off, give it to Langford. Now it's Newley who looks at the shot clock. Tomlinson fakes the three, drives in, leaves the ball behind, and it's slapped away by Marsh, who I think we'll see. No, foul is going to go on there, Melissa Marsh. So it will not send them to the line. It was only the fourth team foul. As the inbound pass now on Langford goes to Shots. There's three seconds left. Shots gets a screen from Tomlinson. Finnegan runs into her. No call as the siren sounds. It's the Berthlings who take the victory here. 76 to the AIS. 
58 and it was the Perth Lynx dominating this game right from the outset. We'll hear from the coaches straight away here on sportradio.com.au AAS Basketball. Paul O'Brien, you get the W that you've been looking for all season long and a strong performance there that might have been disappointed by the fade out at the end. No, not at all. That, look, the Institute in the last quarter had a bit to play for. They'd had three quarters where they scored 10, 17 and 13. Uh, you know, we, we basically looked at the situation of trying to get some of our bench players in late there who, you know, haven't seen a lot of time in some other games. So I'm not overly worried about that. Um, you know, it, look, if it had been a, a rout, if it had been, you know, 28 to 13, I would have been worried. But, you know, I'm prepared to concede a couple. A little bit disappointed with the way we finished off on the boards. Just felt that a little bit of concentration was needed there. But other than that, I was very, very pleased. I thought, you know, we did a solid job across the board at getting, spreading the scoring load, spreading the defensive pressure. And, you know, like when you're up by 23 at three-quarter time and you get, take the opportunity in a WNBL season, as I'm sure any coach would, it's a series. It's best of three games. The bottom line is it doesn't matter whether you win by 10 or win by 20 or win by 30. The bottom line is when you've got kids who bust their guts week in, week out and don't see a lot of court time, you want to give them the opportunity to play some quality minutes in the game. Well, congratulations. Some home games now that will probably be appreciated by the team. Certainly will be. Thank you very much. But Dean Kinsman, uh, probably disappointing tonight after the good performance or the stronger performance against Pauline, but uh, one thing that the team has a goal of is making sure they compete right throughout and we saw that even in the last quarter still fighting hard. Yeah, to a point, like, you know, disappointed. I could probably think of a few other words too, but, uh, you know, our, our defensive effort was just non-existent. Um, they got way too much control of the ball and I guess, at the, you know, the end, Half time to sort of take a few risks, but um, you know we've got to be a lot better than that. A few times uh, they were pushing that ball as soon as they got it into the front court. And I, I guess you would like to see them set up a bit more on offence. Well, it's a fine line for us. You know, if we've got an opportunity to, to run and, and, and get on the basket, we want to. But I think in, uh, in the half court game, we're just not throwing the ball around enough. It's too much, too much on the floor. We're going to get a change of sides and and uh, throw it around to each other a little bit more to open up the open up the games. Too much. The ball's on the floor too much. What do you do between now and next week? Uh, well, the girls have got exams before they go to America on Sunday, uh, Sunday week. So, you know, I guess, uh, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but uh, certainly they have a fair bit on their plate with their uh, year 12s coming up. So that, that has some effect on it. But uh, we'll probably give them a time, two or three days to get all that done and get that out of the way. And then we'll regroup and come back Friday night to play the Caps. All the best for that. Thanks, sir. Well, that was the coaches. And uh, coming up right now on sportradio.com.au, the Canberra Capitals versus the Bulline Boomers. Thanks for joining us for AIS Basketball. It's a pleasure. We'll be back with AIS versus the Caps next Friday night. I hope you can join us then. But in a moment, it's Michelle Hogging and Craig Ravel, myself, with Caps versus Bulline. 